Hey guys, welcome back to Bold of You to Say. Today's episode is a bit of a departure from the regular show. I invited some old friends, Nick and Caden, to the studio to tell some stories from our time on the Seeds Conservation Corps. We recorded for about four hours, so it had to be split into parts. This one will be mostly stories about our old supervisor, one of the most interesting characters I've worked with. Nick can be found on YouTube as Rakumi the Legend. He does a lot of gaming videos as well as storytime videos, which was the inspiration for this podcast. Link in description. Now on with the show. Well, I'm going to start with Drew's story. Uh, he wanted me to tell the orange <laughs> orange house <laughs> one. Sweating like an orange house. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's, that's the one he wanted me to tell. Um, so... You were there for that, weren't you, Alex? So I, I feel like it'd be better yes. coming from you because I was in Wyoming at the time. Yeah, so we were we were on our way. It was between job sites um, at Seeds. And we were, it, it was me and Nick and Mike was driving. And I think there were a couple other people, but... Basically, um, Mike mentioned that um, he, he was like sweating like a whore in church because it was like a hot day out. And later in the day, um, Nick was like, man, I'm sweating like an orange church. <laughs> and then even later, he was like, it's hot as an orange house. <laughs> uh... See, we have this theory that 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 nick you have this like game of telephone that goes on in your head and where you hear something and it just gets repeated over and over again until it's just morphed into something way different right it's like the um the pizza's like sex thing oh yeah so uh let's let's pull this, this up is another wow. mike story see, see what he said is this just so like, i feel like we um... should set up mike was he was um, one of the uh, the team leaders, like a supervisor, you could say, at Seeds, where we worked over the summer last year. Yeah. And I say was because he was an HR disaster. But anyway, the this guy, he we, we were at the gas station, and he got some pizza. And it was gas station pizza, so, you know, nothing spectacular. But he was like, you know, kids... Pizza is like sex. Even when it's bad, it's good. And um, a couple days ago, we have a group chat uh, that we talk in constantly. Um, we were talking about like the stories we're going to do, right? So, um, Alex mentioned like Mike's stories. So, Nick tried to quote Mike on that <laughs> one. And, and this is what Nick said. Women are like bad pizza, even if it's bad, it's still good. <laughs> and um, that's not even close, obviously, because pizza is like sex, even if it's bad, you know? This is like a Jeff Ross roast we're me, like, isn't it? <laughs> we're this is literally just a, just a roast yeah, me, the, isn't it? The first 15 minutes of this is just going to be a Nick roast. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. Um, now, do you want to get into to some more uh, Mike stories? So... Um, the first time we met Mike, first day on the job, right, we, um, we get in there and we're all in a group, right? So Mike, keep in mind, this is the first day of work. Very first day. First time I've ever seen this dude in my entire life. The first impression he chooses to give off. On 
all 20 of the crew members and leaders. So he gets us all into a big group. And the first sentence that comes out of his mouth is, my name is Mike. And I'm an alpha male. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm an alpha male or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I was a Marine, so I'm kind of a hard ass. And, you know, Marines are alpha male types. See, he's a hard ass on everyone but himself. <laughs> exactly. Like Now, this guy, right after Jennifer, the what is, what is she? Like, what's her title? She's like the head of the company, I she, think, like under Sarnia. Very inexperienced. So like she's like the head of, no, she's like the, the head of the Conservation Corps, right? Yeah, the head uh, well, of the Conservation Corps. Anyway, she's like the director. Something like that. Anyway, after she gets done talking about, like, the the workplace environment and the head of HR gets done talking about how, like, you know, there's certain things you can't say at the workplace. Like, you can't, like, say sexist things, you know. Um, when it's Mike's turn to talk, <laughs> he, That's when he goes over overboard. He, he goes over, like, you know, making first impressions which is ironic coming from him. He talks about like handshakes and how handshakes are important. Genuinely, they are. They're an important first impression. But he talks about like how like guys' handshakes are more like firm than women's. And like how if you're a guy, you got to be careful not to like break a girl's hand when you're shaking it. <laughs> and keep in mind, this is right after Jennifer had just explained to us. When you're shaking a woman's hand, don't be sexist about it because some women have very strong handshakes. I feel like and she knew. It was like 30 seconds later. And <laughs> it was I a premonition. I feel like she was like preemptively like trying to shut Mike down, but he just was like... He just persisted. It's a woman talking, who cares? Yeah, like the way Mike was, was he... He wanted his wife in the kitchen, like, or his fiance. <laughs> um, you guys always make fun of me for saying that. Yeah, and we still will. We wow. we still will. Um, yeah, his fiance. He explained to me multiple times. Spent most of her time in the kitchen cooking for him, and according to him, that's the way a woman should be oh, and God. he tried to explain that to me multiple times and i would just have to sit there and listen to it because i'm not trying to make car rides with this dude awkward because i have to work with him the rest of the year you know yeah um mike also <laughs> didn't believe in climate change oh my yeah, god this is dude the, this that is made the guy me we're so mad <clears throat> no 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 he does believe in climate change he just thinks that the world's getting colder Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Just it's yeah. it's changing it's, in the opposite direction. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean the ice caps. I mean they're melting because no, like it's when getting you, colder. When you look at the numbers, you know the the numbers doesn't say yeah. any. When sources. you look at the this, numbers, um, no valid the, sources. It's the numbers, man. So it the was, numbers. It was the winter after the polar vortex. So for like a week straight, it was like negative thirty, negative forty. It was cold, right? And. Whenever climate change would come up, Mike would always bring up that week and how he thinks it's getting colder. But if you look at it this year, water is rising. Like some people have had to move on oh, yeah. 
the peninsula because their houses have been flooded. Right. Yeah. I'm like 15 minutes away from Alberta, 15, 20 minutes away from Alberta. And there, like there's a stretch of road that's literally flooding. Yeah. So next year, I'm sure that will be like closed down. They're going to have to like do something like as far as building like a ramp or a new bridge to cross it because the water or maybe is some kind of like dam. I yeah. Yeah. Maybe a dam would work, but the water is on both sides. Like, it's coming up yeah, on you'd both you'd have sides to, like, of the road. Yeah, you'd have to, like, wall it off. Um, and if they built a dam there, it would kind of mess with, like, the river. And But on the other <laughs> hand, we did have a polar vortex, so... Yeah, so it's it's getting colder, obviously, because yeah. it was negative it was 30 for one week in Hottest December. year on record, but, like, we had a polar vortex, so, so, so it doesn't... The, those two things cancel out. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's just carry some stringers down there and let's build another bridge. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, yeah, boy. Don't let Nick put the first stringer in because that, that it'll, was a... it'll be crooked. Um, a stringer, for for those of you at home, is um, it's basically it, a giant-ass piece of wood that you don't want to carry. It's around 200 pounds. So we got some more Mike stories. Um about let's talk about the boat um <laughs> i wasn't there so yeah i don't the, nick were you there i don't think any of us boat. were the do you boat. mean the boat like the trip that we took the trip that yeah we took i was on. there i was not, were, yeah i was so there were we on the same boat I'm pr- oh my god were you with isaac i think so yes wait was it when he was making fun of the girls when yeah when when uh when mike was uh he was like hitting on. He, he made the fun captain. of, um... <laughs> dude. He made fun of Elliot, so didn't oh he? Oh my god! He made fun of Elliot for like not pulling in a yeah, rope faster so, than the captain of the ship. So on this on this trip that we took, it was like an educational like field trip, um, and we went on a boat, and it was supposed to like teach us about like cooperation or whatever. And the captain uh, was a woman, and she was teaching us, like, you know, the basics of, like, putting up a sail and stuff. And a lot of a lot of rope pulling. Basically, anything that you have to do on a boat involves pulling ropes. And she was like, does anyone want to try to see if they can do it faster than me? And one of the team members, Elliot, volunteered. Or he was either, he either volunteered or he was the only one that... You know, didn't nose goes it. He was voluntold. Wait, who was, he was Elliot again? Was he with us? He had blonde hair. I think Tall this all guy. happened on the other. There were there were two separate trips, um, and I I wasn't on the boat with Mike, but I did hear all about it the next day. So I I happen to know I happen to hear from Elliot. Uh, Elliot talked to me a lot about this day for like the next couple weeks after I got back. And Elliot was basically racing the captain of the boat to see who could pull in a rope faster. And Mike walked up to him and whispered in his ear, apparently, and told him that he should be ashamed because he was being beat by a girl who, remember, is the captain of the (laughs) boat who had captained this boat for, what, 10 years? Something like that, yeah. So, obviously, someone who's a professional at 
like doing this on a day-to-day basis is going to be faster. But Mike still found the need to make fun of one of the crew members for pulling in a rope slower than the captain of the boat. So, um, uh, I heard about that for probably like, I, I got back from Wyoming about a week after that incident. And for the next month, at least until we all left from school, it was brought up on a day to day basis. <laughs> and it was also brought up that Mike would constantly hit on the captain of the boat. Like oh, yeah. Alex said, and you have to keep in mind that almost like every other day, Mike would mention <laughs> um, that he has a fiance. He was very proud. S- very, oh my god. Very, very proud. He made me look him <laughs> up on Facebook to see his proposal pictures. Yeah, very <laughs> terrifying photos. She looks like she's like being held captive. <laughs> she does. Oh my god. Um... I'd like to add a little thing onto that boat trip. It was, um, we were on a sailboat, and a bunch of people got to take turns on, uh, sailing the boat, and, um, there wasn't much wind, so we used the engine and stuff instead of using the sail, and Mike was, well, there we had some people, we had Natalie there, and there was also another fellow member named Manny, but Natalie was one of the crew leaders. And he was saying some funny stuff about Manny. I don't remember what it was, but he did that in the past. But he was saying some stuff about Manny. That's all I remember about the trip is that. And I remember him hitting on Natalie because she had um more exposed skin than usual. Oh. So it was getting kind of hectic there. Natalie. (laughs) If if you can imagine. Natalie had a lot of issues with men last year. Yeah. I feel bad. Specifically, I won't say like what he does or where it is but there was a guy named ron oh my god oh the dude no the one that i can edit this you can say oh yeah so township community guy the guy that wouldn't the older let go guy of your hand when, when you took a handshake. He, he knows who we're talking about. He just didn't know what he did. Like when we were the t- one that called Manny that Mexican fellow. Yes, that one. So where was I? Um, Natalie got a lot of remarks from him and Mike last year. She had a lot of problems with like. I guess you could call it sexual harassment because that's what it was. Yeah. Um, uh, Wait, did she take it from Ron? She took it from Ron, yeah. Um, what? I, I want to hear this. I don't know about this Ron juicy little thing. Ron did the same exact thing to one of the crew members this year, too. Um, See, all I heard about Ron was that he called Manny that Mexican fella. That's all I heard yeah. as well. That's, he, um, I first you. time I met him, right, he walks up. Or no, I walk up to him. He's standing on a ramp. I go to shake his hand. Hello, I'm Caden. And I go to pull my hand away. And apparently he did this to every one of us. He wouldn't let go of our hands. Made me so uncomfortable. He did the See, that's same... why I don't shake hands. Were you there? He did Alex? the same thing this year, too. And he was... For some reason, he like took it that I was kind of like in charge there this year because apparently it was my second year and I was the only one he knew so he would like make fun with me like 
I'd be carrying a wheelbarrow of wood chips down off the ramp and he'd take one out of there and like put it on my shoulder and tell me you're a chip off the old block like oh, a oh my god dude <laughs> like a, like a wood block oh, i can't imagine I how so i can't imagine how awkward that would be and you guys don't know like it, his age and the way he looks it 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 kind of like makes me uncomfortable being he's, around him. He's one of those people. If you see him, you'd stay away. He's, At least in my opinion, he's apparently yeah. the kind of guy to to uh, cross over between prop comedy and puns. So he's he's, he's like sixty eight, seventy years old. He's retired, right? He he goes to Texas in the winter. Not and retired enough, apparently. Right? <laughs> not retired enough. That's right. Um, he's um. A Michigan native, I believe, uh, but he does spend his time in Texas during the winter. Well, the back to the first time I met him, shook his hand and everything, and he goes, "You look like a hard worker. Would you come like? Would you? Would you like to come haul wood with me this winter, as in firewood for wood stoves?" And I didn't realize how creepy that statement was at the time. But, like, this was not even 30 seconds I had met this guy. I go, hi, I'm Caden. Hi, I'm Ron. And he go, you look like a hard worker. You want to come haul wood with me this winter? And when a pedophile-looking guy <laughs> says that to you... When he says that, he literally does. The glasses and he, his, like, wrinkly see, skin. See, his name being Ron <laughs> and him being, like, old. I'm picturing, old like, white Ron, dude. I'm picturing, like, Ron Paul saying that, but it's fun if you imagine it being Ron Swanson. <laughs> yes. So, like, it's all about how you frame it in your mind. Anyway, about a week later, Ron came back looking for me... And the other, um, the other crew member whose name was Manny. By the way, Manny is not Mexican. He's not Puerto Rican. He's Guatemalan. So Ron walks in and asks our crew leader, Adam, best guy ever, by the way. Total bro. Dude. Total bro. Amazing dude. Anywho. Ron walks up to Adam and asks for me by name and calls Manny a little Mexican fellow. <laughs> Adam oh, got offended terrible. for Manny, but Manny found it hilarious because <laughs> Ron didn't even get his, like, ethnicity right. So what Manny went by for the rest of the year, even during the school year when I'd see him at um, TCAPS, what we'd call Manny for the rest of the year was the little Mexican fellow, <laughs> which sounds racist. But it sounds when, racist when you know it is. when we it's tell an the in joke when we <laughs> when we tell the story of how he got that nickname, people usually find it funny. Um. Yes, an in joke. Nick. I hate. I hate <laughs> that. I hate that sentence because it brings up that. Jesus looking dude. Nick. That Jesus looking dude? Yeah, that dipped his hair in a fryer. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Rob. Rob. Rob from your story time video. Yeah, I yes. know. I just I just gave up on it. You dude. gave up. I just kept I stuttering and I kept accidentally saying, I. And I'm like, you know what? I just give up. Anyways. Alex brought up the point that you could have edited that last night. Yeah. 
You know, you, you yeah, clearly have the capability to just edit your videos. <laughs> anyway, I, now that now that um, if we slip up and say his name, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut in a text Rob. to speech a text to speech recording of Rob. Rob. <laughs> Rob. I I'll just call him Rob. Honestly, I don't. I well, don't um. Care. Anyways, to add on to Caden's little story here with the little Mexican fella, we were mainly down there to put um some uh what is this stuff called again where uh wood chips and and dirt mulch Mulch. we're laying mulch down for a trail and we're cutting out some plants and crap to put in some benches and stuff down there and it was it wasn't that our last job i'm pretty sure it was our last job it was your guys's last job i went back to sawdust hole all right another week so i remember that being our last job and i was talking to adam like again the coolest guy in the world and Adam we're again, to... we do not have enough words to just hype this guy up. He so is, Adam, is Adam amazing was a professional dude. gamer for a time in his life, and he'd talk about video games with us. And he was like a pro gamer, but also like, like a very a, a laid whole back foods dude. aficionado. Yeah. Um, kind of like a philosophy. hippie philosophers mixtapes uh he'd listen to <laughs> we philosophers get, we gotta do a I whole thing on that dude he's like into philosophy without being pretentious which is a very thin line to walk yeah but um anyways besides that adam dude i decided to do a prank on somebody i tried to do a prank on Caden. it was really bad but um we'd have very long drives between work sites so um we are a little group decided to um, do like photoshopping some members of this group. And I tried putting those skills to the test by because Caden just got a car from his dad. And we were trying to pull a prank that we were balancing a pitchfork on our hands. And we accidentally dropped it and leave scrapes on his car that his dad lended him. Which made absolutely no sense to me because... The car was parked across the parking lot from the mulch pile. So the fact that they'd even have a pitchfork anywhere close to that car, like, baffled me. But I, I did kind of fall for it at first until wait, I saw... Wait, 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 wait. Wait, leave that part to kay. me. I got a thing to add on to that. But anyways... So I was asking Adam about it, and he actually let me sit to the side and Photoshop it while everybody was working, which was actually kind of funny. <laughs> and um, I, I I regret. Imagine being one of the people working with them. <laughs> they just see this kid on his phone just in the corner. But anyways, um, uh, my Photoshopping skills weren't the best, but besides that, um, we actually got Adam to go down there and talk to Caden about his car. And it was just that that part was funny, but... um. The Jesus-looking dude that dumped his hair in... Rob. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> dumped his hair Rob. into a, fr- a, like deep, a deep pot fryer. of fry... A deep fryer. Him, he decided to tell Caden that it was a prank and that it wasn't even real. No, I, yeah, asshole. I asked him. I did ask him. Rob. So I noticed something about this Photoshop picture. So all of the time marks from the pitchfork are straight. The one on the left <laughs> really was was sideways. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know why it did that. It was sideways on the car. So, for those of you that don't know, usually when a pitchfork falls, it's kind of impossible for just one of the three tines to be in a different direction than the other two. You know, because it's a fork. It's a, it's a pitchfork, and it's straight. So, <laughs> I knew that Nick probably photoshopped this picture, and Rob just solidified that for me. I figured it was photoshopped. I figured it was a prank. But, you know, I was kind of worried that you guys would have to pay for, like, the paint job on my dad's car. I wasn't worried that I was going to get in trouble with my dad. Because I've... I've, uh... He knows the people you hang out with. It was (laughs) only a matter of time. We can close out the Mike stories now. We can... Finish the saga with how he uh, how he got fired. Oh my god, dude! Who wants to start? Who wants to start with this one? I'll start. Do we have any? Do we have any more before uh, the final? Yes, I got one. I got got one. one. I got one. All right, so I'll do this one since I was the one in it, and I found it kind of. I found it actually extremely embarrassing. I'm the type of person that doesn't see embarrassment that often, and this one was just weird. But anyways, um, I just can't believe I didn't get this. I'm not a I'm not a good person when somebody says something sarcastically. I'm just not that type of person that catch on to it. So we were at the um, well, actually, we can say some things about the boardwalk before we get to the the ending part of the Mike stories. There but is anyways. a bit of crossover with um, Rob. Yeah, and it, but I guess that can be left for Rob's stuff. But anyways, um. We were down there. I don't remember what he said exactly, but I guarantee you Caden remembers every single word. But it was basically when um, we got finished with the boardwalk. And he said something about it being a rainy day. And to wear light clothing the next day. And I didn't really understand what he meant. Like, it was... I don't know. I, I It was kind of weird to me. But anyways... The next day, when he meant that, I guess everybody was going to go swimming after work, but, um... After work. But any... We but, were going to be working. But anyways, um, when we were working, you have to wear boots. I don't know if they have to be steel-toed. They have to I've be steel-toed. Alright, they have to be steel-toed boots. We have to wear pants, because we're dealing with, like, heavy equipment and, like, trails, you know, like, um... You don't want to get foliage. Yeah, you don't want... You just don't want to get hurt. Safety precautions. And uh, I wore tennis shoes and shorts <laughs> to work. Like a dick. So, for two whole weeks, we were on a project called Trap Farm, Ugh. which was a, about 700 feet of boardwalk. It's a nice little trail. He said he was three football fields long. That's what he said it was. Yeah. Pretty around, long. Around three football fields. So, it, it was long. Uh... For those of you that don't know how heavy a five-gallon water cooler is, <laughs> go uh, water boy. Go, go fill a uh, wheelbarrow with two of them and ten gallons of vinegar, and try and carry it three hundred yards on a narrow boardwalk. It usually doesn't work out well. Anyway, for two whole weeks, Mike had told us next Friday. If we finish early, 
we will go swimming after work. So the day before, we were on schedule to finish early, like Mike had said, for probably like three or four days. And this is actually a rare week. good guy Mike story, it by is. the way. Um, he also bought us pizza that week. So. Yeah, this this was cool guy Mike. And somebody tipped it over into the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Rob. 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 Tipped it over. Rob. Fucking Rob. Rob. I still ate it, though. I did, too. Anyway. The <laughs> <laughs> people are disgusting. <laughs> Um, the day before we go swimming, we have to finish building some stairs. So Mike tells me to tell the rest of the crew, there's going to be rain in the forecast tomorrow. So wear your work clothes, but also bring shorts, a t-shirt. And like tennis shoes or sandals because you're gonna get wet by the end of the day. So, yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, he told us to wear our work clothes, just bring shorts with us. The next morning, we show up to Benzie's, uh, it was Papa Jay's. We show up to Papa Jay's in honor, which is a big parking lot. Nick and Alex get out of the car. The first thing I notice is Nick is wearing his seed shirt, which we had to wear, which was. It's the uniform. It's the uniform. Nick is wearing his seed shirt, shorts and tennis shoes. And I could just hear now one of Mike's grown ass man speeches, which <laughs> we'll cover we'll, later. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. Oh my um, god. <laughs> uh. I could just hear it in the back of my mind. The first thing I see when Mike pulls up is him roll down his window in this big Ram 1500, rolls down his tinted window, takes off his sunglasses, and looks Nick <laughs> up and down and said... Are those steel toe tennis shoes, Nick? <laughs> and Nick goes, No, they're not. And, like, in the most dumbfounded way, too, like, No, why would there be, like, steel toed tennis We're shoes? It's gonna get like, wet. And then <clears throat> Mike just tells him, I don't think you're understanding me. <laughs> Are those steel toed tennis shoes? And Mike literally had to wink at him about five times for Nick to finally. <laughs> understand what he was trying to say it's that game of I telephone you, i tell you i didn't know you guys seen that and <laughs> and me and alex wow. are in our work pants and work boots clearly we got the memo we, we got the memo nick is wearing shorts and tennis shoes so we show up to the job site where nick is helping a crew member named matt really good guy uh Carpentry major, I Another think he was. Another great guy. Amazing dude. Um, Texas boy. Nick was helping Matt. And when he was done down there, he comes up. Me and Alex are building these stairs. So we're leveling off where the wood has to go and tamping down the gravel that goes in between these logs. <clears throat> Nick gets up there and goes, Mike told me I can't use... A trunching axe, which is also known as a rogue hoe. And 
if you don't know what it is, the easiest way for you to understand would be to look it up because it's hard to explain. It's got a very sharp edge on the bottom. It looks like it's made for cutting off toes. Yes. Mike told him that he cannot use certain tools that are sharp, but Mike didn't specify which tools. So Nick gets up there. First thing he picks up is a rogue hoe. (laughs) Yeah, because he was gone. (laughs) The very first thing he picked up. And I go, didn't Mike tell you not to use, like, certain tools? And Nick just looks at me and looks at, like, the sharp edge of the rogue hoe. Looks dull to me. And then starts (laughs) chopping at the ground (laughs) with the rogue hoe. And I just let him go. Because if Nick chops off his toes, that means I get to drive him to the hospital and we're all out of there. I don't think we should let him around sharp objects, like normally no um yeah we we were also sworn to secrecy on the swimming and somehow (laughs) drew another another great kid found out from all three of us (laughs) so i was talking to drew a couple weeks ago wait did he tell jennifer Oh, I'm I, like... I was talking to Drew a few weeks ago, and I go... Well, if Jennifer ever listens to this, we all just told her. Yeah. <laughs> um, I go, Drew, did I ever tell you when Mike took us swimming last year? And he goes, yeah, you, all three of you told me to keep it a secret and not to tell the others that I, <laughs> that I told you. <laughs> and I was like, I knew I, I knew I told you, but... You know, I I didn't know the other two told you also. And he goes, yeah, I've got all your guys' secrets. So, (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's that's not a good thing because, I mean, I guess it's a decent thing because Drew has, like, one, like, consistent friend, and that's his girlfriend. So she knows about everything, too. And he's basically an honorary Benzie boy. No, so he, we, he, we let him in on stuff. He is an honorary Benzie boy. Rob was kicked off the Benzie boy crew. <laughs> so Drew was an honorary Benzie boy. And I'll never forget, we were pulling baby's breath on Alberta Beach. Another story we'll get to later. For... I've got one like... Wait, are you, wait, are I you have, giving the Rob one or are you giving a different no, one? No, I've, I've got one about Drew. Oh, so right. I have a story about like, that's, Drew. That's, that's, that's a we do, special. We do have a Rob story. That is a yes. special, from the same, holy, from the same sacred yep. story that we have we with us forever. We treat it with with care. reverence. We do. Yes, it's it's one of the top stories that you'll hear. I will hurt myself if I ever forget it. <laughs> and, I will. Anyway, how will you know that you forgot it? Though? Listen to this. We'll tell him. Okay, we'll we'll let him know. Hey, you forgot this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, you forgot it. <laughs> you forgot it. So we'd, we'd walked for a good three miles. I don't think Alex was there this day. I think Alex had something to... No, Alex was there, actually. Was I there? You were there. Um, right. So we'd, we'd walked about three, three or four miles this day, picking up, uh, like, 
pulling baby's breath on the beach. For those of you that don't know what baby's breath is, it's a plant. Um, That's it. It's a plant. It's a, it's a <laughs> plant. It's just like, it's this really it's, light it's an, flower. It's like a flowery type. It's like a bush kind of. Yeah. Basically, it's it, people have it at weddings. It, it's yeah. like a, it, they put it in their bouquets as like a sort of little fluffy thing. And when the bride throws the bouquet or, you know, if there's just flowers set up, like mm-hmm. period, um, these beach weddings, they... They're not very good about picking up after themselves when it nope. when it comes to this. So this plant, baby's breath, it stays on the beach and it starts to take roots. And what it does is it turns the sand into hard soil. It's uh, it's an invasive species, and um, obviously, turning sand into hard soil isn't good if you want to maintain a beach because yeah. beaches are typically made of sand you don't want a dirt beach and also it does um kind of starve out the native plants exactly so we want to keep native plants for as long as possible obviously so we had been walking three miles pulling baby's breath and we're on our way back me nick and drew I think have I all have all taken our boots off and we're walking in the water we took about an hour to walk back and i think the rest of the crew had been waiting there for half an hour for us so we were walking in the water and all of a sudden drew looks at the ground and stops so i stopped with drew i think nick kept walking for a little ways and then realized we had stopped but i'll never forget drew looks up at me and asks, are these my footprints? And I go, yeah. The way Drew walked was he would cross his legs in front of the other. So his left foot would cross over his right foot. So if you would look at his footprints, it would look like his left foot was on his right side. So Damn, Drew, that's badass. Drew had stopped. <laughs> Drew, had st- <laughs> Drew had stopped and looked at his footprints. I stopped with him, and he looks up at me. He goes, Caden, are these my footprints? And I go, yeah, why? And he looks down again, and I don't know if you've ever seen someone have, like, a sad look on their face, like, in their eyes. You can just tell that they're disappointed in themselves for something. (laughs) He looks back at me with this face, and he just tells me, I walk like a fucking retard. <laughs> and then he just looks back down at the ground and just keeps <laughs> keeps walking. And you can tell that he's actively trying to stop crossing his feet at this point. But by the end, he had just given up and accepted the way he walked. <laughs> but I will never forget the look on his face when he just straight up told me, I walk like a fucking retard. Because it was one of the saddest looks I've ever seen someone give me before. And I think that's all I've got for, like, Drew and Mike. So I mean, I don't know if there's any stories about it, but on the break, we went up the hill and took pictures. Do you remember anything about that? <laughs> was there anything that happened up there? Wait, was what are you there? I remember, so... Oh, all right. Drew I... and I... um. 
we had been climbing these dunes. Nick jo- Nick joined us a little later on in the day. Um, <clears throat> Drew had gone up a dune, and I didn't know he had gone up because I had stopped to use the bathroom. So I'm walking beside Adam on the beach, and all of a sudden... Adam hears something off to the left side. So Adam stops, and I hear, Hey Bear! For those of you that don't know, Hey Bear is what park rangers use. Adam was a former park ranger to scare off animals. So Adam yells up, Hey Bear! And I just hear a ruckus coming down this hill. Drew pops out of the tree line behind Adam... And Adam almost fell over on the beach because Drew scared him so bad. And Adam just looked at him with, like, the most blank face. And then just turned around and just kept walking. And Drew looked at me, I looked at Drew, and Drew just shrugged his shoulders and followed Adam. So that's all. That's all I remember about like the climbing dunes part. But, but that um, was funny. I I think we should disclose the Mike um, stories. Do you think we should do that with like the final the final? I had. No I don't think you know tell. what disclose means. No, I mean of just uh just Mike. You know, like of how he got fired. Like like close out the Mike story. Yeah. Yeah. I had one more. I don't remember what it was. Am I crazy? He said disclose. He did say disclose. Yeah. Disclose is like tell someone something. It is? Disclose is like I have to disclose. I'm disclosing this important information to you. Oh. Today's video is sponsored by... um, Hello, I have to disclose that I am, uh, you know, and I moved into your neighborhood... Well, Alex, yeah. this is where you should put your editing the skills and uh, take that out put of my the editing the skills. Take that part out. You mean put his editing skills to use. Yes, Alex. There we go. Now now Nick's learning English, folks. <laughs> um You have to forgive him. English is only his first language. Yeah, yeah it's just my my first. But um Spanish is second. I guess I guess I could probably say a few things I remember about the good old Mike. Um, I will say some things that are like little side things of it, of stuff that I remember, and then just just random stuff throughout the year of Nick, when wait. I worked. Wait, let me just put my little things in real quick, yep. and then you can finish it off. Let him disclose. It's yeah, not, let, uh, let me disclose. It's not like part of the finishing thing. Yeah, I'm not finishing it. Oh, you're not? Okay. All right, but anyways... Um, so I'm just adding on to some stuff that we were talking about earlier with Mike on how he gave his first speech of I'm an alpha male type or whatever you want to call me. By the way, we have r slash alpha male types on yeah, Reddit. Su- subscribe to r slash alpha male so types. Follow us. But, um, anyways, when he first came out, this is the only time I heard it, but he's like, sorry, I'm from Europe or something. Oh he did some my Australia. God. He started, wait, wait, wait. He was um he was doing stuff and he's like sorry my little England comes out a little bit when I start talking and that was the only time he did that. Like, I forgot about that completely. He was like supposedly born in England, then he moved to Australia or 
vice versa. And then he moved to America in like like his early teens. He moved to Texas. He moved to Texas. He sounds like a Texan. I believe that he is probably from Texas. I do not for one second believe that he was ever European. No, I I don't, I, I don't either. I don't believe he was either. But um he had like a whole backstory that he told us that like in retrospect I I don't know. I don't know if Dude, I half believe the stuff I says. I wouldn't believe him. But um anyways, there was there's been many times where I've been disappointed in him. I don't know if we're going to mention this, but I would just call it the apology. I don't know if we're going to mention that. Very funny, even though it shouldn't be. But anyways, one day on the job, Alex and I, Caden, you were not here, but Alex and I had a little competition of picking up screws around a shed. Now, we were building a shed, and of course, something happened to it, and we had to do multiple things on it that we shouldn't have done. And uh, there was a bunch of screws littered around the building. And he gave... Alex and I the task to go, go around the um, perimeter and pick up as many screws or nails or whatever was lying around. And whoever had the most, he'd buy them lunch. Now, I think I ended up with 50 and Alex got 51. I believe that's how it was. Right, Alex? Yeah, something like that. And Alex was a very magnanimous person and gave me... I don't know a, if that's a, a screw. It is a word. Go look it up. It is a word. Magnanimous. Magnanimous. Right, he was a very magnanimous keep going person. While I look that up. Dude, I wouldn't lie. And uh, you he, would. And he gave me a screw, so he'd buy me a lunch. Either in any way, he didn't even get me a lunch. He did how, that as how well. Is that I got it. I. But um. Anyways, one other thing than that. After we were sorting the screws, or sorry, after we picked them up, we went and sorted them. And after that, we were just in the building forever, and Mike did this a ton, and this and it made me kind of irritated. But so, he... just a second, I looked it up. Magnanimous is a word, um, and it he actually used it correctly. So we got to give you props for that. We we're do. I know you. my words. We do. Can I at least give me an applause here? Uh, so, um, hey. Nick, Nick, um, like. Wow, there's just nothing to say. I forgot the word, but um, not magnanimous. I'll never forget that. Thank you for that. But any Nick is inferring that he's less powerful than Alex when he uses that word. So what? Alex is the king of this group. <laughs> he is the king. But um, anyways, uh, he always brought this up. He'd always bring how he was an alpha male, or he'd always bring something related to um his military days, and. He always boasted about him being in the military when all he did was he was in charge of the money. Like he didn't do any like thing no, substantial. No. He did uh he did admin work. He worked in a warehouse. I heard that he was like the treasurer, like somebody in charge of like money and That's they... what he told you. He he said I had millions of dollars of high-tech equipment go through my supply warehouse yeah that's what he that's <laughs> what, what he put he on his you. resume boasted about that's what he put on his resume that's, that's what he like, told you that's like when you like dress up telemarketing as like um working one-on-one -on -one with customers over a virtual environment yeah that's uh it's basically what that it's like uh i can butter my boot and take a bite out of it but that doesn't make it bread 
or toast or whatever whatever that saying you could have just left it at bread he yeah he he said that last year and i'll, I'll just never forget that <laughs> i can butter my boot and take a bite out of it but i don't remember it doesn't the, make well, it butter my boot and call me a biscuit <laughs> i don't remember the times but i remember he would always be super sarcastic and rude to me I've, do you know what I'm talking about? I, I do remember. I, remember I do him, remember I, I every remember day him, on the job site. I remember him being like that, but I don't remember any times of what he actually said. So Nick was actually like bullied by Mike, like not physically, but verbally. And I mentally remember, and verbally. I do remember one time he did. He did kind of jab at him, like like we would, like we would make we fun would, of Nick. I don't care if you guys like, do. Mike, we're, like we're Mike friends. Was, we're friends, and we're also wait, we're not friends? a supervisor. Um, yeah, Mike. Mike would be too serious about it. Mike wouldn't seem like he was joking because me and Alex would laugh after taking a jab at Nick. Mike would just stare him dead at the eye, dead like, in the eyes. And I've known they were like, "Nick, you, you fucking idiot." <laughs> but Mike is like, "Nick, you fucking idiot." Yeah. And I've known Caden um, and Alex for who knows how many years, and I know how they act and stuff. But Mike, I just knew him of this, like lying english dude i like super red alpha male type I, oh. I do remember <laughs> i remember one instance i think where um nick uh made a pretty stupid pun um was it the mic drop yeah i think it was actually i i would always like make puns um, like, <clears throat> Rob, I'd make lemon jokes. And... I'll just never forget, we were driving to a job site, and I think it was like 7 or 7.30 in the morning, so Mike was still, like, drinking his coffee, but he was highly irritable, and Nick made, like, a joke about, like, power lines or something, and I'll never forget, power line. Mike just pulled over to the side of the road, <laughs> <laughs> looked at Nick, and just said... Nick, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear you speak for the rest of the drive. And we were, like, on an hour drive. So, like, telling Nick to shut the fuck up for an hour drive is pretty near difficult. impossible. Yeah. So the very next thing that comes out of Nick's mouth was another joke about the mic drop thing. And I'll never forget, Mike. Oh my God! Mike looked at him like he was going to strangle him when we got to that job site. But Nick knew that he fucked up because he looked at Mike as soon as he said it, and Mike just dead on stared at him while doing seventy down the highway. <laughs> seventy and a fifty-five. Seventy by the was way. like his minimum speed. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Nick just. Or Mike just <laughs> straight on stared at him while driving with his knee, usually, while doing 70 down the highway. And you could tell Nick knew he fucked up because Mike never let him sit in the front seat again after that day. <laughs> oh, Mike, I was in the front seat? Yeah, that was the first and last time you were allowed to sit in the front seat with Mike. Well, no, that wasn't <clears throat> the last time. The last time I was in the front seat was... Um, the day he got fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the day he got fired. <laughs> that was the day we were texting each other, going undercover. All right, do we have anything else about Mike besides the final story? Well, that was a good um, teaser slash setup for the final story. 
How about we? Yeah. Well, the final um, mic story. About, There's more after that. How about we all so, tell what we did on the on when he got fired? I, like tell what Alex did, tell what I did, and tell what you did. I do have one more mic story. Um, that's not related to the final story in any way. So, Mike, being being the sexist, racist, homophobic person that he was, he was homophobic. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. <clears throat> I, I mean, that. even if you didn't directly say he anything, didn't directly some people anything. you can tell. So, Pride Month is. He, he did say, you know, he doesn't care what happens in the bedroom, just as long as you know you keep it private or whatever. He, He's like, he, I don't care if you fuck fish, just yeah. don't involve me. He, it's like, yeah, people were lining up to invite you for a threesome. <laughs> yeah, me and um. Me and Mike had been talking about salmon fishing because I've lived here my whole life. I've salmon fished my whole life. I put Nick on his first salmon last year, which um, that, ended tragically. Man, that made me so mad, but, but yeah. Um, so Mike and I had been talking about salmon fishing, and it was Pride Month, so there was a rainbow flag flying near the side of the road and apparently mike felt the need to say something about it and he just goes in the most ignorant fashion you can you can like i guess like do uh towards that like towards a pride flag he goes i don't understand pride month you know why do they feel the need to give themselves a month for this? And I knew Alex was pissed. I don't know I how don't, Nick felt about that. Was but, I there for that? I don't remember it. See, I don't get angry about that stuff anymore. It's just exhausting. Yeah, I, I knew Alex was mad about it. I didn't know how Nick felt about it, but I knew how I felt about it deep down inside. But coming from a family... That is like that behind closed doors. I mean, coming from a Racist family with furries and, in it, you know. Yeah, Nick, for those of you that don't know, Nick's sister is a furry. So, yeah. anyway. Yeah, just just put that out there. Just just keep it its own category. Just <laughs> you brought the furry. If your thing sister up, is a furry. Well, she's mean, not your sister. She's a pet. She's a, <laughs> she's a pet. There we go. She's, I mean, she's she is a, a girl. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was a mic. That was a mic thing. It was a joke. You can edit that out if you want. All right, We're very on, disappointed. We're taking our props back from earlier. Mic drop. <laughs> I want you to know that I hate you. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Uh, where was I? Um, I knew how I felt deep down inside. About Mike's statement about how he didn't understand... Why they felt the need to have a month for themselves. But I knew exactly what he wanted to hear. Because growing up, that's the way my family was. They were racist and homophobic. Still are. Um, so I knew exactly what to say in this situation. I just told him that, you know, I kind of understood it. And I knew, like, 
Mike had mentioned stuff about closed doors before, so I went there with it. I said, you know, they can do whatever they want behind closed doors. I don't care. And Mike went on a rant about, you can fuck a woman, you can fuck a guy, a woman can fuck another woman. You can fuck a fish for all I care. Just don't let me catch you doing it because I will beat the shit out of you. Wait, was he saying this directly towards you? He was saying this directly towards me. Yeah, this that's, was that's how he phrased it. That's I, how he phrased it. Don't let me catch you doing it. See, I didn't yeah. want Alex to get an argument with Mike because I knew it wouldn't I bode it. well for the rest of the day. So, And I knew what to say. So I... I said something about closed doors. I don't really agree with that because, you know, if two people love each other, they love each other. Go ahead, show it in public. I don't care. You know, you love who you love. So I I knew Mike wanted to say something about the closed doors thing, so I brought it up. <laughs> and he told me that I could fuck a fish if I wanted to behind closed doors, just not to let him catch me doing it. And that goes to show how homophobic and, like, sexist Mike was uh, last year. Which is another reason that he got fired. On his final day, Nick, I'll let you have the honors of telling the story, or starting the story and of keep how in mind Mike... This- this story, the, the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, Mike. it's really, it's really just the straw that broke the camel's back at, at, yeah. at, at that point. All right, so I um I didn't really like driving with Mike that much because I no was one um did. well I was exposed to smoke a lot as a kid. Like my biological dad was a heavy smoker, and it made me have like lung problems as a kid. And when I'm in the car with anybody smoking. It's usually really bad. Even if the windows are down, it's still bad. And he told all of us to be quiet because of that. So there was one of the things I didn't like about Mike. But in the case of um, him being fired, there was, oh, my God, how many people were in the car? There was me. There was you, Alex. There was uh, Rob. There there was Caden. Yeah, it was us, Rob, and Mike. Somebody was in the middle seat without a seatbelt on, right? Wasn't there... there, the armrest and you could fold it into a seat and somebody was sitting there. Oh yeah. And there was no seatbelt on it. No one was sitting there though. Nobody was, was no one was in that seat um in that car ride. Oh alright. I didn't know if there wasn't or I was just trying to think of what it was. But anyways so Mike was um he doesn't like to follow the rules that much when it comes to driving. As long as he can get somewhere and there's nobody on the road <laughs> He will go as fast as he can. So basically we're going down to 55 and he was passing somebody. And after he passed him going 120, he decided to keep going. <laughs> he decided to keep going 120. He's not a fan of deceleration. And, and by the way, he had the windows down and I have contacts. So it is like ripping my eyes to shreds. Oh. Like seriously, it is so hard. You, It's hard. And I'm sitting in the... I'm literally sitting in the passenger seat, so I'm really close to a window. And I'm talking to Alex. I'm like, you know, I get really bad anxiety when people go really fast like this. And he was going so fast that, like, the speedometer was, like, flickering. It was, I swear. It was maxed out. It was, he, he was, was, he was going... maxing it for a very long time. That, it maxed out at for... either 120 or 140. Yeah. For those of you don't 
that don't know, it doesn't matter what your speedometer maxes out at. You can always go faster than what your speedometer maxes out at, especially going down a hill. Which Mike was going down a hill, and the speedometer was bouncing off of 120 because the speedometer didn't have enough room to say the speed that what Mike was going. Yeah. Um, so we, we'll just always refer to it as 120, but... 120 plus. Let, let's, let's just say 120 plus. Just to let you know, he was doing more like 140, 150. And yeah. um, even though I don't have my driver's <laughs> license, I have the common sense of when you go down a hill that you at least take your foot off the gas or you at least put on the brake. I know that for much. Not oh, like yeah. a redneck like him. <laughs> but anyways, um, some things took in the car, but I, I'll let Alex explain this because he probably remembers it more than I do when we had a conversation on the phone. Well, uh, basically what happened was I was in the back seat and uh, I, I think I was in, in the middle. It doesn't matter. Um, I was in the back with Caden and Rob and Nick was in the front seat, the uh, passenger seat, and he was texting me like, hey i'm not comfortable with how fast we're going right now like this is dangerous can you maybe you know sneak a photo of the speedometer so you know we have some evidence to show jennifer yeah i had that that, like you know mike is just going way way faster than he has any business going like this is he's he's endangering us really and with minors in the car too that's it's it's just liability for seeds dude if he crashed into a tree or a car dude i guarantee you all of us would probably be dead oh yeah either dead or severely severely injured yeah it it would be horrible and any any company um would not want that that liability so you know i i i get a couple photos they're not the best quality like cuz i'm you know trying to sneak them but i get one uh photo where the speedometer is at like 85 and then one where it's at like 100 110 definitely enough to show that he's going dangerously fast and it was on a 55 on a 55 on a and freaking for 55 those of you, for those of you that aren't familiar with laws especially michigan's laws i don't know about other states 15 over is uh reckless driving and there being three minors in the car that is reckless endangerment of a minor so mike could have gone to prison if we chose to send it to the police instead of Jennifer. Yeah. So, Mike, if you ever find this, thank us for not sending you to prison. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, thanks for welcome. promising my free meal and the ice cream you promised to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, he should be grateful that he only got fired. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Bold of You to Say. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. We'll be telling more stories from the job site, including our favorite stories about Rob, the weirdest guy we've ever worked with. Also, subscribe to Nick's YouTube channel, Raccoonie the Legend, for great gaming content. Link in description. And if this is your first time listening to Bold of You to Say, we normally do long-form discussions about our hottest takes on pop culture. If that interests you, then check out our back catalog and subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. Thank you for listening.